Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Crosstown Talk. I'm Los, joined by by Alex, aka Buddy. Uh, how we doing, Buddy? How we doing on this Monday morning before the trade deadline? Uh, doing pretty good. Uh, it's a beautiful morning out, you know. So uh, it is. It is a good morning. It um, you know, trade deadline day is usually a great day, uh, good day for the sport. But uh, we already had some. Some some breaking trades already over the weekend and last week. Yeah, we did. So this is pretty much going to be our trade deadline uh, podcast. Um, we're pretty much going to talk about like the bigger moves that have already happened. Um, what's what we think will happen? Uh, some of the names that that are said to be dealt, and obviously we'll talk about the Cubs and Sox. Um, our opinions on how they're going to go about the deadline or, or whatever. So I guess we could probably just start with our teams. Um, I'll kind of start with the Cubs. So obviously um, we had a huge series against St. Louis, um, against St. Louis this past weekend and took, took three out of four of the, of that series. We're, we're on an eight game winning streak. Um, prior to Sunday where where we lost. Um so yeah that that eight game winning streak the uh ended up ended up being the, the difference maker in, in making us buyers instead of sellers at the deadline or yeah so um the Cubs have already uh come out on Sunday and said that that they will not be trading Cody Bellinger at the deadline which is really good. Um, in my opinion, if you're not going to trade him, uh, give him an extension. Um, I, I see no reason why, like, we wouldn't trade him and or Stroman and not give these guys extensions because these are both guys that have, or Stroman's was very vocal about him wanting to stay in Chicago. And then he talked for Bellinger on Twitter and he said that Bellinger told him, that he would also love to stay. So if these are two guys that love to stay, um, they're not going to be adults at the deadline. Um, at least Bellinger's not. I, I don't think Stroman is either. But um, if these guys are going to get adults at the deadline and and they can leave next year, Bellinger for sure. Uh, I think Stroman. I, I forgot if that if that's a club option or not for one more year. But, I thought I thought it was um, I thought it was a player option. Yeah, it might be. So, um, I I see no reason why we wouldn't just extend them now. I, I mean, I, I know Bellinger is going to come with a price right now, as opposed to what they would have paid for a long term contract prior to this season. But I mean, dude, he's good. Um, he he he's a he's a lefty slugger. Um, I I, I saw a stat yesterday or whatever. Like he's like top three along with uh, Freddie Freeman and Kyle Tucker. Um slugging against lefties um he's really valuable man um he's he can obviously uh play a pretty good center field and he can play a pretty decent first base um like we were just talking yesterday um so yeah he's really valuable to the team um this guy mvp caliber um he kind of just got uh, got his groove back um he fell off for a little bit the last couple years but yeah, I see no reason why that guy does not get extended um, literally by the end of the season or 
in the off season, but I would I would really love that more than Stroman to be honest. But yeah, so um, Cubs are are in on a couple guys. I saw I, I know uh, the the Bednar <laughs> sweepstakes are probably going to be really <laughs> expensive because I think he's got a lot of uh, control over or, um the club's got a lot of control over him for a while. Um, and he's been fucking lights out these last two seasons. So Bednar is really going to come with a price, but man, he, he is, um, he's a very good bullpen piece. He would help us out, out a lot. Um, just uh, him and Azalei going like if you had Azalei in the eighth, uh, David Bednar in the ninth, I mean, that is uh, as good of a one, two punch as you can get. Not really, but <laughs> kind of. Um, I don't know. They're both studs this year, so maybe though, maybe. But I did see the Brad Hand talks. Not not keen on that. Um, pure stats guy. Uh, Brad Hand actually has good stats. Like if you look at him these last few years or whatever, but he sucks in high leverage situations. I've been I've been saying it for years. The guy. Um, the guy can't have any pressure on him, so I, I hope if the Cubs were to acquire him, um, I thought he'd actually be doing a lot worse at Coors Field, but um, he made it. He made it to the deadline or early All Star break. I, I I said on Twitter before the season I didn't think he'd make it to the All Star break in Coors Field, but he did. Um, so I don't know uh, if the Cubs do trade for him, then. Um, I I would like to see him be like a like a sixth seventh inning reliever. Not a. I don't want that guy anywhere near the eighth or the ninth. But. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I'm pretty sure those are like the only names I've seen, um, worth noting at least. So, um, I don't know what else they plan on doing, but. We got we got X up to see to see if there's gonna be any any news. Uh what are we thinking about the suck deadline, buddy? Um I mean they had already traded uh Giolito, I wanna say Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Um traded Giolito and Raylo. Uh got back um, the Angels' second and third um, prospects, uh, catcher, switch hitter, and then uh, uh, who was the other piece? I think it was a, a starting pitcher that hasn't necessarily been healthy this year, but they think he's got a good upside. And then I believe it was Friday, Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly getting traded to the other side of L.A. and to to the Doyas. Uh, bringing back um, two starting um, two starting pitchers that are currently in Double A. I actually like um, that trade a lot more than a Giolito trade and Raylo, mostly because um, you got you know uh, two starting pitchers that have very high upside. You know, I think both of them are throwing at least uh, over ninety six miles an hour. Um, one's a lefty with the plus slider that I've been reading on. So uh, I, I do like the Dodgers return. Also, you get the GOAT Trace Thompson back in that trade. So, you know. I, I saw – I don't know if this is true, but um, 
that that Giolito and, and, and Raylo were also traded together before. Like they were the, the yeah, Nationals package. Yeah, they were the Nationals package for <laughs> Adam Eaton. That's, <laughs> that's so funny, dude. So they go everywhere together. <laughs> that's and so then, funny. Uh, I believe it was Friday night as well. Kendall Graveman going to Houston for their top uh, catching prospect. Uh, oh so, yeah, Aaron Bummer. I forgot about Aaron Bummer. Uh, He's also Aaron, in the talks to the Cubs. Right. No, um, you know Brennan Davis PCA for Aaron Bummer. I think that could work out beautifully. So I like that. I like send that. that over. Yep, I like uh, that. So I mean, I think they're doing pretty fine with this um fire sale right now. But um, there's also another part of me where I don't think anything is worth this if they don't clean house in the front office and the player development. Uh, department, you know, er- everything. Uh, because they tried to do this rebuild before and it fell flat on their face because they didn't know how to develop players. They don't know how to bring these uh, top prospects into the next level instead, um, instead of just being major league uh, replacement players. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a uh, it's a good return for a lot of them, but at the same time, like, do you necessarily trust this front office to really develop these guys? Uh, right now, you can't really say yes because they failed at it over and over. And so, we'll see. I mean, there's talks of Dylan Cease uh, off the board, but not necessarily. If I if I was the Sox. Uh, I think if you were to trade Cease, it would be right now. He's got years of control still. Uh, you could get a major overhaul for Dale and Cease, and you could probably be a lot more competitive if you do trade him than keeping him. But then again, the White Sox only have Dale and Cease, Michael Kopech, and so far that's it under contract for next season in the rotation. So then they you still need to get starting pitching, so... Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us knew that this was going to come to it. Um, Sox ended up having the sale at the deadline. I just think everyone knew this might happen besides the White Sox themselves. And, you know, it is what it is now at this point. It is what it is, buddy. It is what it is, so... How we feeling? Um, you know, me, big vibes guy. I'm sure you're a big vibe, vibes guy too. Tim Anderson hit his first home run of the season. Um, and, and it was a, it was a bomb. It was a bomb. Uh, vibes were high in the dugout. Um, my question to you is, are the White Sox back? The White Sox are officially back. Uh, you know, splitting with Cleveland. Rifle in the red direction. Jay's going to come back to his former self, uh, bat 350 for the rest of the year. And he's going to lead the way. He's going to lead the way. Uh, Luis Roberts is going to hit 45 bombs. Jake Berger is going to finish with 35. Uh, we back. We're definitely back. Off I think Jake, of... Jake Berger might get up to like 50. I mean, what he's at like 25 right now. He is at 25. He'll double that. He'll double I don't that. See, I don't see it. He's too... Uh, 
he goes into stretches where like he just completely lost at the plates. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but um, yeah. So that's pretty much Cubs Sox. Um, the the, uh, just like what was it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Whenever the the Cubs fire sale happened, uh, yeah, twenty twenty one. Um, it, it's kind of similar to that. Like the, these guys are kind of both on opposite ends. Uh, it, it, I mean, well, the Cubs right now uh, weren't as competitive as the Sox were in twenty twenty one. So that's kind of a bad comparison. But like, uh, you know, it, it they're different. But uh, it, it's buyers and sellers on one side of the city. So, you know. Yeah, not gonna lie. It feels good to be on the other side. It feels good to be on the buyer side. If we are like really buyers, I feel like yeah, we're I was not about gonna to be say, like are you guys. Really, are you guys really yeah. buyers? Have you guys even it, it, made a trade yet? <laughs> like they're kind of just call like yourself trying to... buyers. If oh, they're gonna be buyers, dog. All the good shit happens. Okay, today. so how 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 disappointing are you gonna be if they don't get anybody? Not they don't move, I was. They don't... You don't let me finish. I was about to say like I'm like there's a possibility we're not even like really buyers. We're kind of just gonna. Or, 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 what's that word? Um, someone can be retooling. We're, we're, we're going to retool, dog. We're going to retool. No, I, I mean, it, you don't have to fully lean one way or another. I, I think they are going to add a couple pieces, but it won't be like anything crazy. Like, I don't, it's not going to be like a Justin Verlander. So. So yeah, I don't know. Um, no, if they don't, it's fine. But what I just want, honestly, out of this season, because I mean, let's be honest, dude, we're not we're not going to compete for a World Series this year, or even an NLCS, probably, right? I mean, we have all the talent in the world to do it, but it, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm completely fine with just re-signing these guys. I want Strowman and Bellinger back. And then we'll we'll add Shohei in the off season, and we'll just come back stronger for next year. Um, yeah. Next season has got to be the year. Like it's fine that we don't go all in this season and start fucking. I mean, I doubt they're ever gonna want to like PCA is is obviously one of the top prospects. So I'm pretty sure he's in the top ten in the whole league. So. To move him, you would need a lot. And honestly, if Shohei is off the market, how many people um, in the league right now would would justify a PCA trade? I mean, let's be honest. And even if they do, like, oh, I mean, well, dep- is it really that big of a deal? Depends what you get get for him. Like, say you get Justin Berlander for the next two years. Yeah, resign, I, honestly, resign, I don't like that. I, I don't. Like, you resign it, Belly, and then you bring up Brennan Davis. Because, like, we, we were having this conversation last night with uh, when we met up at Pyramid that my question was, what do you do with that logjam if you do resign Belly? But then you made a great point that Belly is going to be your first baseman, which I get. But at the same time, you still got Brennan Davis and PCA. And then Ian Happ is your everyday left fielder and Suzuki is your everyday right fielder. Suzuki could take off days, though. <laughs> I mean, and then you kind of just you rotate center field with the DH. Like uh, Christopher Morel, um, he's pretty much a primary DH. Uh, he can also play center field, but 
Uh, he's a primary DH. Um, yeah, Bellinger at first, and like you literally just platoon center field with um Mike Talkman and um Brendan Davis, or I I don't even know when they plan on bringing Brendan Davis up. I I know PCA is gonna take a little bit longer. Um, cause he's in double A right now. I said before, you should be in triple A already. Um, but whatever the plans with our, it's, it's like not a problem, but yeah, either way, signing a re-signing Bellinger as a first baseman to me is, is the move. I'm sure he's fine with playing first base. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he wants to be a center fielder that, that brings more value. And and you if know, he does do, more money for him. Throw him out there. I'd rather have him out there in, um in center and then move uh so like, that, so, if so Talkman wants so, to play right field and say Suzuki, I mean like say Suzuki's not So that say say he does tell tell the Cubs that like if I'm gonna stay here, I my only thing is I wanna play center field. I'm not playing first base. I highly doubt so then, that will so ever that happen. W- would would you be upset if you guys do trade PCA for like a Justin Verlander for the next two years? No, I, hell yeah, I would be upset, dude. I, I, look, if say it was like straight up, like literally Justin Verler, Verlander in his contract for PCA, I would fucking absolutely hate that. You're you're trading away like a, a, a top ten prospect. I gotta look at the prospect list, but. Like what I think is a top ten prospect, um, that will have years of control. Um, once he does come up, um, he's great. He's electric. He's fast. Like, um, he's got everything, man. L- like he's he's literally PCA is literally like the epitome of of, of what these new prospects ha- have been for the league. Like, like Corbin Carroll, Adley Rutschman. All these guys that have come up in the last couple of years, like like he to me is in that category. Um, you know, he's just a couple of years behind. Um, he's still really young, and to trade that for Justin Verlander, who yes, he's a really good pitcher, but like to me, that that that's a trade that you make if you're ready to win a World Series, like like now. And I just don't think. That's where the Cubs are at right now. Like Justin Verlander, could yeah. I mean, like yeah, we have all the talent in the world. Like for me to be able to say yeah, that he could probably put us over the hump. But is it worth it? Because like you're kind of just going all in and rolling the dice, and it's still not even that. Like you, you still got certain lineup issues, man. Like, like we still baseman. don't even really know who our third baseman is, dude. Yeah. We still don't really know who our third baseman is. I mean, Nicky Two Strikes, uh, he's been a good hitter since since June. Um, he, he's he's a good defender. He's just he's got a good glove. He's just short. <laughs> he, he's just short, dude. Like like, um, you got Miles Masturboni. Um, he's kind of he's kind of been platooning a little bit uh, with third base. Um, Patrick Wisdom, he, he's he's also in that mix of of third base, first base, fucking uh, platoon. So, but neither neither of them are like lights out, like electric. So, um, I don't know. 
Maybe we need a guy like Nolan Arenado on the north side. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, in short, though, I, I would not be upset if the Cubs are not necessarily buyers. Like if they add nobody or like like that's fine. Uh, that's to me, that's not what this year is. Like I, I'm not like screaming at the top of my lungs. We need to make a playoff run because I, um. Th- to me, that's not what we need right now. What we need is to, we need to lock a couple more guys down um, and then prepare to be able to go on that run. I don't want to just, like, start throwing prospects around and and we think that we're bigger than we actually are this year. Because, I mean, let's be honest, we have, like, a top five uh, run differential in the league, um, in the National League at least. Um, only positive run differential um, in the Central, like, we're really good or we're pretty, we're pretty good, but we're not that good. Like we're not beat the Braves good. So I don't know. Or even Philly or LA. Like, like I, I can't sit here and comfortably say that, that we could beat those teams. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, uh, San Fran. Just looking at the past schedule, uh, the past month, I think we talked about this on the earlier pod during the All-Star break. Um, uh, you were saying that this July schedule is actually relatively easy for this team, and they took advantage of it. They and, and, you know, that's what you were hoping that they would do, and they did it. Um, but now you got you guys got a pretty um, a good test of this next, pretty much starting tonight till all the way to – Next, next Sunday, where you know you guys got Cincy coming into town for four days this week, then Atlanta this weekend, and then you guys go to <laughs> to New York, and then uh, going against the Mets, but they're also in a fire cell as well, so you guys could take advantage of that, and then you guys go go up to the Toronto, where you know they're still trying to battle out their wild card positioning and all that in the AL, so you know. Besides, and then White Sox, buddy. Then, then two free wins. Yeah, then two free wins, and then after that, it's pretty easy again yeah. for a little bit. No, but this Cincinnati, um, this is pro- okay. Um, I, I was gonna say this uh, this past St. Louis. This is the biggest eight game stretch of the Cubs season from from Thursday the St. Louis game. To to this Thursday, um, the fourth game of the the Red Series. I'm bet I'm betting biggest eight game stretch of the schedule. I'm, I'm betting you the front office, which is this eight game stretch, happened before the deadline instead of right after. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because dude, it, yeah, uh, like right. like um, you can't take away from anything and uh, anything from the eight game winning streak, mostly because they they took took care of their business, and that's what good teams do. Then they you got an easy schedule coming up where you got to beat beat up on some bums. You do it. You got to slay some bums, and you and they did it. But then again, these eight game winning streak came against you know a bad Cardinals team, a bad Sox team, and a Cardinals team that did that did start to get their their groove though. Cubs kind of just like 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 uh, threw them back in their grave. They came I, out, but I. Like I told you, I think what was it last month when they were in the South Side when I actually like got to watch them. Like they're just a bad team. Like <laughs> they went from a you know typically like 
you always consider the Cardinals to be a very sound, good baseball team, no matter what kind of year they're having. This year, they're just a bad fucking team. Like, bad base running, bad defensive um, miscues, you know. The rotation just has not been there. Same with the um, bullpen. Like, they're just a very bad team this year. Um, So, I mean, I think that's the only thing you could really question about the winning streak is just who they played. But, like I said, like, if you're a good team, you you got a bum slay, and that's what they did. But I'm I'm pretty sure, um, um, was it Jed Hoyer and them were fucking wishing, like, damn it these next two weeks would have been a lot better before the deadline than compared to right after. Cause if you, if you don't beat, if you don't take three out of four against Cincinnati or don't even split it, then there goes your division almost right there. Cause I think they're half a game back from Milwaukee, right? The Cubs. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Or uh, Cincinnati. No, no, no. Since he's up, since he's leading. Oh, okay. And then you know, obviously Atlanta, Atlanta coming in, uh, who who hasn't exactly been hot since the All Star break, but you you it's you still Atlanta, know. yeah, it's still it's Atlanta. Still Atlanta. They're probably just trying to get through these dog days right now, and you know, get ready for the postseason mostly. It's just Atlanta, man. Like I was watching him yesterday, um, at the bar, um, put up six runs they, and two innings. When the game. When the the game first started, um, I, I think it was like on a wild pitch. Uh, Milwaukee was up. It's like, oh, okay, you know, Braves are bleeding a little bit. And then fucking Austin Riley hits a two-run shot at the bottom of the first. Like, dude, <laughs> like, they got so much fucking power in that line. Um, Matty O is just an absolute fucking – that guy, man, he just hits tanks. He literally wakes up and just hits tanks. Then you got um, Cunha that's going for a 30, 50, 30 home runs, 50 stolen bases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, dude. I, I mean, isn't he at 50 right now? I think he's at 50 stolen bases. He might yeah. be at like 26 home runs, though. So he's going to be like fucking 30-60. He could be a 40-60 guy, honestly. Damn. I thought he had less than that, than 30 home runs. He's like at twenty six or something like that. Yeah, he's, he's still at a pretty high number. What do you think about his brother going to the Mets? Um, I mean, I twenty four home runs. Yeah, I mean, from what what I've been reading, he's kind of like a, he's kind of like his older brother. He, I think he's already at 40, 40 stolen bases on the season in um in the minor leagues. Also. I think he's at like twenty something home runs as well. So I, you know, uh, I I believe he plays shortstop and second. So I guess whenever he's ready to come up, I don't know if you move Lindor to second or you just uh, put Cunha at second. But we'll we'll see when that happens. Yeah. Um. Jordan Hicks to my Blue Jays. That's something that happened. Um, that's obviously not not too crazy. Um, Jordan Montgomery to the Rangers. Um, 
Rangers, so, yeah. are, <laughs> Rangers are loading up, man. Yeah, man. They they got really ahead of that of that Aroldis Chapman uh, trade. They got oh. really ahead on that. That ended up, or that so far is working out very well for them. Um, Ooh. obviously the the Max Scherzer trade. What was that? Yesterday or two days ago? Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see how that works out for him. I don't know. You you know, there's a whole narrative around him now. Um, he's kind of got the Kershaw narrative now, right? <laughs> that um, in in big games, he's uh, he's not the or. Could you say that about you, Darvish too? Uh in big games, he's not showing up. Right. At least uh. Uh, that's I, the word around him. I believe the shirt. Uh, I think we talked about it in the beginning of the season, like our biggest concerns with the Mets. I think just with Scherzer, he's just he's just getting getting up there in age, man. Like you can't you can't be expecting him to be this ace caliber when he's pushing damn near forty. Yet don't don't get me wrong, doesn't doesn't take away from what he's done and shit like that. But at the same time, like um, Father Time is undefeated. You know what I mean? Like you can't. I'm just surprised he still wants to go this long and teams are actually giving them money to be this ace caliber, you know, be game one pitcher of, you know, that NLCS, ALCS, whatever the hell he's at. Expect him to be, you know, vintage um, Scherzer. We just have not seen it the past few years. Even when, what? When you thought he was still great, in what in twenty twenty one when he got traded to L A, like he he wasn't particularly amazing in that postseason either, and he just hasn't. He been. was he was good this season though. He was he yeah. was really good during the season. I, it's I, just, I just I just think he just tires out though. It's just he, yeah. He 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 is just up there in his age. Like that's just how I see it. Yeah. Oh. I didn't realize Houston's only one game back from Texas. Yeah, no. dude, they're, they're right. There. Um, to be honest, though, they never like really went ahead, though. Uh, they was, never like was, like really pulled away. There was a point where they were up like six, seven games. When Houston struggled, Houston struggled for a little bit. Um, Marlins are, are pushing hard for Glaber Torres. I don't know if you saw that. Um, yeah, I, I also oh. saw the Marlins want, we're looking at Tim Anderson as well. I just, if I, if I'm the Marlins, like I, I would just, you either got to get a lead bat with power. Cause that, that lineup has no power yet. They got Jorge Soler, but that's pretty much it. You just got a bunch of contact guys, you know, bringing in Tim Anderson or Glaber Torres. Like, you just, you're just kind of building off the major contact. The postseason's all about bombs and pitching. Fucking Glaber, man, he's been such a disappointment. Also, uh, Alex Verdugo uh, has joined the trade talk. So, I highly doubt that. Yeah, probably not. Um, the way Boston's rolling and, you know, him being like one of the main staples of that team. Like, I don't see that. I wouldn't be surprised in the off season, maybe, but 
Honestly, I think he he's gonna stay in in Boston. Oh yeah, but we haven't even really talked about the the Angels at all. So um, talked about them a little bit with the talking about with the White Sox and that trade. Yeah, uh, so the the Angels um, obviously got uh, Lucas Giolito on Tuesday or whatever. Um, last last night they they just got uh, Randall Grichuk and uh, CJ Crone from from the Rockies. So yeah, th- th- those are pretty. You know, CJ Crone. You know he's he's pretty good. Um, Randall Grichuk. Um, I I don't know exactly where they're at as far as their outfield right now. Um, is Trout healthy? No, right? Who? Trout. Trout's not healthy. No, right? he. I heard he doesn't come back till mid August, late August. Oh, he's okay. already missed a month. Um, so. So be so, out for yeah. a few more weeks. All right, Gr- Gr- Gritchuk's pretty uh pretty good defender, so uh they'll stick him in the yeah. outfield, help him out while while Trout's gone. Um, CJ Crone obviously first baseman. Uh, they just lost uh Taylor Ward. Um, or he's on the six day IL right now, so. Yeah. I think it was the pitch that hit his face or whatever, like he has. Facial fractures, right? Something like that. Uh, Taylor Ward, yeah. When yeah, he got smoked by that pitch by Manoa. <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, people saying that was intentional is fucking retarded. Like, stop, um, dude, you, stop. You know, there's no beef there. There's no beef. Yeah, you know how just um, saw some guys. You know, it was like the whole Pittsburgh thing when the White Sox were out there and O'Neill Cruz like. Dude doesn't know how to fucking slide, and somehow that's Zavala's fault. Like, oh, come on now. yeah, you oh. know what else pissed me off? You saw the shit with fucking Ian Hat, Wilson Contreras, and the Cardinals. Yeah, the, I just... so bad, dude. Like, like Miles Nicholas, you're a fucking idiot. You are the, a moron. The dude, fact l- that you like... missed the first time just made it look a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> you, you like at that point, you're like, all right, go. I missed. I, I I didn't get it. Like. And and the fact that Cardinals fans were actually going crazy about him getting ejected, it's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, Ian, anyone that knows Ian Happ, like, this is a guy that's also been on, like, John Boy, so, like, he's kind of in in tune with the baseball community. I'm pretty sure he, he, he's he been on podcasts before. I've seen him on podcasts. Like, like the dude's out there, and he's he's a good guy. Like, Ian Happ's a solid dude. Um and I'm I'm pretty sure I, I read that that um him and w- Wilson Contreras like like hugged after or like l- like said something to each other like they're cool like Wilson Contreras had nothing to say l- bad about Ian Happ right there like Wilson Contreras knew whatever he just got got hit on his backswing wasn't a big deal it wasn't intentional Ian Happ is not that guy to go out there and intentionally hit Wilson Contreras in the back of that was back backswing. That is fucking insane to think that, that he would do that or, or let alone David Ross putting that in motion for that to happen. Like there's no fucking way. There's literally no way that was ever intentional. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't. And 
Like, dude, I, I don't like Wilson Contreras right now as much as the next guy, the next Cubs fan. But, like, dude, like, no one's trying to do that. We're not for that shit in the sport. Like, just because so, you have a bat or a ball in your hand and you throw hard doesn't mean you should be using that. Like, if you got a problem with them, fucking don't you don't use that shit. And, no, either way, it wasn't intentional. Uh, it happens. <laughs> yeah, that second pitch where he actually does hit him, it looked like he was – he didn't even try to throw it hard either. He just kind of lobbed it in. Like, yeah, it's like, I, what I, are you kinda, trying to send a message about, fucking yeah. idiot? And, and then that dumbass got suspended. Fucking idiot, man. Yeah, that that's not gonna get reduced because he he did it back to back pitches. He missed the first time, and then he goes after him the second time. It was so obviously intentional, dude. So fucking and I'm glad Ian Happ didn't lose his cool about it. He fucking. Whatever he just took his base. Um, he he let he let the game place itself and fucking uh obviously the umpire like the Cardinals fucking broadcast uh, just two fucking idiots just absolute idiots like they're acting like it was such a big deal that that um that Miles was getting ejected. It's like dude, what are you doing? Like at some point you just got to use your fucking head and and just understand like like why they did it or like like dude like it was so clearly intentional that he threw at him so why are you complaining like sure i I know it's it's part of the game um or it's been part of the game like throwing at people and every fucking team does it but you you got to be able to wear when you get ejected like don't act like a crybaby every fucking ejection because it's happening to your guy uh shout out to the uh to to Boog and JD though uh, on, on the Cubs broadcast, absolute masterclass calling that that whole scene. I don't know if you listened to that video, but it's great. It's great. Yeah, uh, I got nothing much to add. Just it, it was just a whole. It was just a dumb scenario all around. Fucking Redbirds, man! It's such a poverty franchise. Such a poverty franchise. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I know they got winning uh, in their history, but they're currently a property franchise. So it's a bunch of scumbags over there in Missouri, man. Who the fuck lives in Missouri? Nobody. Nobody. Good old Missouri. Nobody, buddy. Nobody. Um, uh, we really got much else. Um, anything else big happen? What else did the Angels do? Um, what do you think about Otani off the market? Right. What What do you really think about this whole Angels all of a sudden trying to go for it? Oh, I love it. I I love it, man. Like they realize that, like, dude, because Shohei, no matter what, um, is going to test free agency this off season. Right. So to trade away, like, what? Would like his pet his value is just so fucking high because he could literally make anyone that's in playoff contention right now. He makes them. He automatically makes them contenders if they weren't contenders already. So the the value he gets like you were never gonna get anything in return that even remotely matches his value. So it, it was kind of like they just had to make that decision like. Is it worth it, or should we just like try to go all all in one last time? Maybe make a push, and who knows? Maybe maybe they're actually gonna they're gonna th- try to throw five hundred 
Millet show a um <laughs> in the off season, but I don't know, man. I I, I like it because uh, one, it gives us a chance to see uh, Trout and Shohei in the playoffs. Um, they can be a pretty exciting team. So um, seeing them in the playoffs, I, I would I would be happy about it. So I like it. I I got I got nothing bad to say about them wanting um to go all in at at the end. I like it. Yeah. I, I got kind of a different take on it. I just think I just think it's too late. Like, I'm not saying they could make um, make the postseason because I think they're only four games back from the wild card. Um, yeah, four games back, but you know they still got to jump New York, Boston, and then do do you really see them beating out Toronto, Houston, or even uh, Tam- Tampa's out of reach from them? Um, no, but I love that they're fucking trying, man. It was, I love that they're trying. To me, to me, it's just too late. Like um, going into next season, like uh, I think he's he's still under control next season, right? Shohei? Yeah. No. Or is he a free agent this season? No, dude, he, he's a full blown free agent. Yeah. So, like, I don't see Shohei returning. You because. Not only do you got to sign up to that massive contract, you still got so many holes to fill, and then you're probably going to have to get rid of Radon that, and then you're going to have just pay him out his contract when he's still owe like another hundred mil. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're going to be so limited on what you you could actually do to improve this team, even after this season. Say if you do make the playoffs, but you're just a one and done, you know, in that wild card series, and then you lose Shohei. Like, what, what was all this for? No, dude, I I really hope they don't. Shohei wouldn't return to the Angels, but I I like that his last year with the Angels, they're just gonna go for it. I I, I to me, like when I look at it, I think the Angels know damn well they're not getting Shohei back next year, so they're just like fuck it, like one more shot. Because after this, dude, so they, they're you, gonna fucking suck for plenty you, of years. You just did yourself a whole disservice. You could have got a major haul back, you know, not just prospects for Shohei. You could have gotten, you know, major league ready players that could have filled some holes on, on your um, on that in that on that lineup. Like maybe you, you, I get. We all want to see Shohei in the playoffs, but the likelihood of that happening just this season with you know with this current Angels team, I just. It's going to be hard for me to believe, especially all the teams, they still got to jump. Like, they just went into Toronto, and I'm pretty sure Toronto uh, handled them pretty, pretty convincingly, didn't they not? I, I think Toronto beat them 2-1. to one. So, I just, to me, like, it, it just made no sense at all. So, I... Dude, I I I get why it doesn't fully make sense, but it it's kind of like they didn't really have. I don't know, like no matter what, they were never gonna get that much you, back. You could, you, you, yeah, you you definitely would have like, dude. You, they have no you, leverage. You could have you could have gone to Baltimore. You could have said, "All right, you want Shohei? We need three of the top ten prospects that you guys still have." In in the system, yeah, right? Like that just would have been the feeling. 
I I don't know if people because were going to do that. I, I, I really believe teams don't want to go into a bidding war with Shohei because that, that number is just going to go higher and higher every team every time a team approaches him. They, I, I think teams should have looked at it like, yeah, technically he is going to be a rental for the next you know four months. Say you're Baltimore, but say, but say you are Baltimore, you do get him, and you show him that you are winning. You're a serious. I mean, yeah, you are serious because they're first in the AL East now. You know, you make a run in the postseason. Does not necessarily win the whole damn thing, but say you make it to the ALCS, and you play. Um, fucking Houston, and it goes six, seven games. It shows like how serious you are. You might get Shohei on a like on a lesser deal than what you probably would have gotten free agent, but free agency. But at the same time, like at least you're showing them like, yeah, we're a serious team. You really know what we can do in the postseason. You could just come back, and it might be on a lower rate than what you could potentially get. You know, in a free bidding war. Man, I don't know, but it's gonna be a really fun off season with Shohei because yeah, I, I could see it now the Yankees. Head, Yankees are gonna offer him, offer him fucking. I think Boston will offer him ten years, five hundred million, and then you're gonna see the Cubs come in, say ten years, um, six hundred mil, five twenty-five. Cubs are in on the Otani sweepstakes officially. <laughs> For the off season, obviously not now, but for the off season. So once November hits, dog, Otani is is gonna be coming over. He's gonna have that flight to Chicago. He's he's gonna he's gonna eat Portillos. He, he's gonna have some nice tavern pizza, um, you know, and he's just gonna come over and he's he's immediately gonna love and it. He's immediately gonna love it. It's gonna get um, on the I ninety going down south. Ooh, ooh, turn, ooh, turn on thirty third uh, Street. And you know, go go to Cork and Carry at the park. Uh, a little about, six yeah, pack, it's pretty a little decent six, stadium, but they suck. Have a have a nice nice six. Uh, have a nice um, bucket of pours. Walk into the stadium, sign that contract. Yeah, he's like, all right. Side, where's that duck? He's gonna say, "Where's that duck?" And then, and then the when he's like, jersey. "Hold on, the ducks Miller Light Landing." I'm I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. He's like, "Let me let me go to the Budweiser bleachers." Uh, no, Miller, Miller Chicago beer, even though it's disgusting you don't beer. drink it, it's disgusting beer, but I, it. but I recognize that it is a Chicago beer. I'm a more of an old style guy. It's, it's not even I'm the a, Chicago tr- beer, so uh, you can't am, even use it. I am a true Chicagoan drinking my old style. Uh, we don't do no seltzers like they do up in the North side. No. Yeah, the Shohei sweepstakes is gonna be interesting to see. Very interesting. No, yeah, it's it's gonna be great. I, I can't, I honestly can't wait for him to be a Cub. It, I, I, to me, I, I think it's between the Cubs, Dodgers, um, Cubs, Dodgers, and what was the other team I said? Um, Boston. The the Yankees, the, the Yankees, and yeah, we'll, we'll throw Boston in there. Team. You think James yeah. got it in him, buddy? I think James got it in him. The biggest free agent signing in history. Will it ever be topped with inflation? And when that when that Jeff Passon tweet hits, the Boston Red Sox have signed Shohei to 12 years, 625. I would love that. I would love that. All you got to do is quote tweet, shame. 
Period. Chain. That's all you gotta say. Chain. Period. Chain. That that'll be the the trending word on Twitter. Chain. Chain. <laughs> chain. Always throw that period gonna... in there too. Always gotta throw the period on. <laughs> you gotta throw the period. <laughs> You're gonna click on chain and everything's just gonna say chain, 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 chain. <laughs> no, I, honestly, um, if he did, if he doesn't go to the Cubs, I would love to either see him in Boston or um, I'm I'm never gonna be mad at him going to LA. Honestly, you mean staying in LA? <laughs> No, going going, up to, going LA. to actual LA, actual <laughs> LA, dog, the real LA, actual LA, buddy. What's wrong with Disneyland, dog? You don't like Disneyland? Fuck Disneyland. You don't like Disneyland? Fuck Disneyland. Go Disneyland. It'd be cool to see him in Toronto too. The more I look at it, think he'll go to Toronto. Um. <laughs> Nah, because like nah, they're going to still have to. I'm pretty sure Vladdy and Bichette are going to be up for extensions pretty soon, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got to sign them. Um, who else they got? Cause they just paid Chapman. What, last season? Uh, That was... Prior to last season, along with Gosman, I think him and Gosman came at the same time. Right. Um, I don't know what the what the they're gonna want to do with Manoa. Um, I really watch the Blue Jays too much this year. I I don't know. Um. What George Springer has left on his contract, I I feel like he signed like a five year deal when he did sign though. Like I think two he did years too. ago. Pretty sure it was a it was a big signing. So yeah, I don't know. You got anything else, buddy? Um, no, not really, man. Uh, you know, we had some activity so far this week, but no really big major splashes. Hoping to get that today or tomorrow so we can get back and break that down. Yeah, um Alright. I, I want I, I want one or two guesses right now as to what's gonna happen either tonight or tomorrow. Like like tell me where Verlander goes or, or if something else happens, let me know. Alright. Uh Verlander I think there's I'm I'm not gonna lie, I think there might be a little reunion with Houston. So Verlander to Houston. And I think I think that's it. I think that'll be the only major trade. Verlander to Houston would be so goofy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back. You know what I love about guys getting traded back to teams that they were previously on is when everyone makes that joke when they post um like the they'll post a picture of of Verlander and then like they'll do like a really bad photoshop on it yeah to try like of a Houston jersey when uh, obviously he already has picture of a Houston jersey and then we're like wow this looks so yeah, real. Looks like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about that but Verlander um Dude, imagine if he went to the A's. Or no, not the A's, the Angels. The A's. 
<laughs> imagine if he actually went to the Angels. That'd be crazy. I couldn't imagine him in an Angels jersey. Yeah, I can't see that. It'd be so weird. No, um, officially, uh, I'll call Verlander the Cubs. So, yeah, we'll say that. <laughs> Poyer always gets his guy, huh? <laughs> they always get his uh, guy. They always get their guy. Verlander will send over. We'll send out uh, IL Brad Boxberger. We'll send out. We'll send out Mike Talkman. We'll send out Mike Talkman. Oh no, but he can't send out the pride of Pal- Palatine boy. He's got to <laughs> stay. He's got to stay for the ride. Pride of Palatine, buddy. Pride of Palatine. He'll be back. He'll Ted, be back. Ted Williams uh, reincarnated. 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 Same thing. <laughs> it's not. It is though. Incarceration is jail, dude. Same thing. No, it's not. All right. All right. Uh yeah, so that's it for Cross Out Sock. Um I, I don't know. Are we gonna come back tomorrow depending on, on how much happens or or yeah, maybe I Wednesday? We, I think we should. Uh especially if like it's a big trade, like a a Verlander or Dylan Cease or something crazy. All right, so yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll probably ha- hop back on uh, in the next couple of days, depending on what happens. And yeah, um, go Cubs! Thank you for joining us. Go baseball! Peace out. Go ball! Go baseball! Go baseball! Oh yes, buddy! Oh yeah. <laughs>